Welcome to a brand new week at Read Me Romance. We have a brand new audiobook from Cameron Clare. It's called Sitting Pretty. And this is exciting because this is her first audiobook ever. And Yay. it's so cool. Cece Monroe was last week and it was her first audiobook. I, I think it was her first one too. But anyways, like, yeah, I saw that Cameron Clare had mentioned this was her first one. I'm like, I just love all these cherries we get to pop on here. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? This is, like, on-brand for us, right? Like, this is this is on-brand marketing for us to, like, be the first for everybody. We're bringing right, virgins yeah. on, and we're sending them away dirty sluts. So, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about Cameron Claire in just a little bit. Um, before that, we're going to catch up a little bit. So, there's all there's been all kinds of book drama happening lately, one of which I want to talk about first before we get too deep into anything else. I saw that Christina Lauren has a new pen name. Did you see that? No, I didn't. You know, oddly enough, I've gotten back on TikTok over the last like month or so. Mm -hmm. Book TikTok doesn't come in my feed. Oh, you gotta you gotta be purposeful. This is the thing. TikTok is algorithm I be based. I don't think I want it to be in my feed. Like I feel like it's in my life so much. I see that. that. Like, yeah. Sometimes I'm even scared when Celia sends me stuff. Like, so I like her stuff, you know, that it's mm -hmm. that book talk stuff going to show up yep. on my feed. <laughs> yep, exactly. It will. See, I love, I love the Alexa Riley TikTok page. My for you page mm -hmm. is exactly what I want it to be. And it is just so much good stuff. And it's like, I, one of the ladies that I follow one time, she said, I'm here to learn and laugh. That's it. And I was like, okay, I like this lady. I have like been so purposeful about who I follow on like blog, book bloggers and stuff, but also content creators just in general, people in the book world that don't necessarily blog or anything like that. They just share books that they like. And so I'm, I'm all about this, but, and I don't really see a lot of the drama unless someone's like, Oh, did you see this? Or like somehow it gets like hundreds of thousands of views and then it pops up on my thing. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. But so the thing with Christina Lauren, one of them, I think it was the Lauren half of Christina Lauren. I think she um, started a new name and it's called Ivy Owens. And the big to do about it was, is that she didn't tell anybody she was doing this. And Christina Lauren blurbed the book about how great it was. And it was like she, like, it was like they had recommended themselves and didn't disclose it. And I saw like a ton of people were upset about it. But it was funny because it's like, I think that, of course, they've been together for so long. Of course, eventually, maybe they want to do their own projects or explore their own stuff. Like, I get that. But it was just sort of like the way they did it. It was just like, oh, what are you doing? Like it was just a silly. Way Here's to go my about thing. It. Okay, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like, if Christina Lauren gives a quote on the Ivy book, yeah, it is how Christina Lauren feels about the Ivy book. You know, I actually had that thought too because I was like, well, what if it was the other one that was quoting it? You know, like they said they liked it. I mean, I don't think it's we. It's. I'm giving you a quote of what mm -hmm. I think of the book. Obviously, I loved it because I wrote it. But, <laughs> or you know generally. But I'm just saying, I'm like, it. 
I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem that crazy. I'm like, you know, I can okay. see the author side of me gets it and understands it. But I think it was like the readers who felt really duped by it because Christina Lauren had posted up like this big giveaway or something with this had or had talked about like best books they loved, like upcoming books this year that they were looking forward to or something. And it was like that book was included in the picture with all the other ones. So it was like I think they kind of felt like duped in that way. I don't know. But if you like Kristen Lauren, then you're probably going to like this ivory. So how are you? duped if you're like oh I love Christina Lauren stuff I followed it mm -hmm. she wrecked another book that is herself so I'll probably like it unless it's like a different genre no I don't think so I think it's still romance I so don't I don't know. know. I think it was just more of the, I think that's why people were upset about it. But I, I found that interesting because I'm surprised that it took this long. And maybe it's not the first pen name they have. Maybe there's more out there, but I'm actually surprised it took this long for them to do it. So how did it come out that they were this, did they finally just say it or did one of them say no, it? No, somebody doxed her, like, like posted up all her shit, like kind of out of her. And that like really fucking sucks. So that part, I was just like, why? It, somebody was really pissed off about it and did that. So it's like, I think maybe. That's some salty bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That makes that me really more, that makes me more upset. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that part was horrible. Because so. people have the right to their privacy. For sure. And if they want to have a private pen name, they should be able to do that. But it's like some people just won't let it go. You know, especially if it's a brand new author, you know, I mean, we were just talking about this. It's like, you know, you see a brand new author that has all their shit together. Either they've got a bestie that's holding their hand through it. That's an author that's done it before, or it's a pen name, you know, and some people just have to know. You yeah, know, I, I, mean, I, I don't care. The other day, I was like, here's a new pen name. This is definitely yeah, a pen Yeah, I was name. like, I wonder who it is. I didn't and then, dig past that. Yeah, I was going to say, I said, I wonder who it is. And then three seconds later, I was on to something else. I, can't I don't have time. I remember who it was. I know, I, I couldn't tell you. you. I actually had to look up Ivy Owen's name because I couldn't remember <laughs> who this was. So, anyways, that's what's it, crazy about book drama yeah. is I cannot remember like all this crazy shit like three weeks a month ago an author went on a crazy tangent accusing another author of something so ridiculous that everybody's like okay this author's lost it <laughs> like they were like people were oh, like we think right. you need to help that. We, yep. we think you need to get off the internet and finally it was got so bad that facebook shut the author down who was making oh these crazy claims seriously Yes, they oh took down God. the accounts because they I didn't know that. But then I was like, uh, I was thinking the other day, I was like, I can't even remember the name. No, I couldn't tell you either. And I was watching that one. I was like, this is insane. I forgot this is about insane. that. insane. Like, I was reading all the comments. It was nuts. I for 10 minutes. You know I just that, remember paranormal. I think most romance readers that are somewhat in the world that are kind of like, you know, follow along and that sort of thing with the book drama with stuff like that, where it's so wild and outlandish, like, it's just like, oh, that's crazy. And I think it's sort of dismissed, you know, but, what but about, there's, I can't name the author who, um, Went to a reviewer's house and knocked on the door. Somebody actually said her name the other day. And they're like, oh, you remember her? She was the one that stopped. And I was like, oh, that's her name. And now I don't even remember. And somebody <laughs> said it to me like a week ago. <laughs> I forgot. So, yeah. No, there's some I have like to that. keep. There's just not room in here. I have to have 
Remember when I, you I, asked me random stuff like, "Do you remember that billionaire book where the guy oh he God. had a job no. doing this and no. she drove this kind of car?" And then I'm like, "Yes, I do know that book. <laughs> I remember." I don't that. know those books. I don't. <laughs> I, I have to have someone argue with me that I wrote a book, <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> what's odd, but what's weird is I can usually do it about other people's books yeah I can't yeah do it about 100%, our books. 100% 100% yeah. if somebody explains a dollar book I'm like no that's such and I you know what's that. crazy is we spend four times longer on our shit than we do reading theirs and yet that's the thing we remember yeah why is I don't know why that is but I don't know so yeah the other thing I wanted to ask is all right so I had a friend and you know I, I won't like give anything away but I have a question that I I don't know the answer to. So like, gosh, how do I even phrase this? Okay. So I think porn is so it's like, it's not, uh, a, a, it doesn't depict an ac- accurate representation of people having sex. No. So what is it that would be an alternative to that? that you could you could give to your kid to explore. I mean, maybe not give to your kid, but that would be a better suggestion for something like that cuz you know, she was telling me that her child like, you know, she's I don't want to shame them and you know, give them a skewed perspective on it and I think that's awesome. So I just thought, "Oh my gosh, that's such a great question." You know, I never thought to ask like other moms that question. You know, if if porn is a an inaccurate representation of sex and what it's like to have a sexual relationship. What is a better representation? God, I don't know. I know, right? Like, this is kind of like one of those things where it's like, gosh, you know, you want your kid to understand these things and to explore in a healthy way that's not shameful. But here's the thing. You know, but. I somehow knew I didn't have porn growing up. They have yeah. a smartphone. Yeah, but I mean, what about like dirty magazines? I don't recall seeing dirty magazines. What? But I knew what I was making out and getting. I guess I had I had an older sibling. Yeah. So you, but you, you figured it out. I guess I'm yeah, just that's like what I'm saying. I think you, no matter what, we're figuring it out. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand where it's like, now we're trying to communicate with our children to, I don't want to say have proper sex, have respectful sex, have open, engaging sex, Mm -hmm. have conversation within your sex. If you have a question about sex, you can ask me that. Mm -hmm. I think that was my, like, my answer to it just in general was like, I feel like information is the best thing you can give your kids. Like explaining what things are, even if they don't fully understand it, but just the information to have like, okay, that's not really what happens between, um, you know, a couple. That's not like really what's going to happen, you know, when I do that. So I don't know. It's just so tough because again, you don't, I like, I know I don't want to shame my child, but I don't know what resources that I can give besides like a book that explains what it is, you know? You know, my dad said to me the other day, because Isabel has friends day the night and she's a mm-hmm. lesbian. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so is it cool with you that, because she'll have like three or four girls down there. I don't think people yeah. are going to be messing around with three or four girls. But sometimes, yeah, just one comes yeah. over. And I was like, 
you know, she's coming up on 17. I said, to be honest with you, I felt really lucky because if she's going to explore her sexuality, I could doing it with another female is the best option. Yep, that's the best option. It is. Oh my God. You're so lucky. <laughs> I'm like, if, you could, if I could go back in time, I'm like, I wish mm -hmm. even my straight daughters, if they were like getting into understanding their body and yeah. orgasms and mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Trying it out with a female. It's going to yeah. be safe. It's just, it's, yeah, I was going to say, it feels like a so much safer environment. But that's what me and her actually ended up talking about was mm -hmm. she has a more serious girlfriend. And I said, I don't think I would be so open to a boy. And I think I said, because I don't feel like, and I could be wrong. I don't <laughs> feel like two girls are going to put pressure each other. Yeah. I do yeah. feel like your mm -hmm. boyfriend could pressure you. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Because I've experienced such a thing. But I Absolutely. feel like another woman would mm -hmm. be more, oh, you don't want to do that? Okay. Yeah. Or at least, like, I feel like women just pay better attention <laughs> to signals, you know, like body language, things like that, and maybe not putting their own needs ahead of someone else's, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of experience with relationships with women other than friendships, so I don't know. But... I think like, you know, and I saw this comedian I follow on on Instagram. She's fantastic. But one of the things she was on the podcast talking about was she was like, you know, our kids have access to the same internet we do. There is no kid internet and adult internet. She's like, they get everything as soon as you hand it to them. And I was just like, shit. <laughs> I've heard Gen Z talk. I've seen some of those TikToks come across yeah. where they said they were exposed to a lot of things prematurely. Yeah. Because they yeah. were like seven and eight when some of those crazy videos came out of showing people dying and mm -hmm. before the internet learned to be able to filter those out. It's yeah. the law yeah. to have those. And it mm -hmm. was like, bam, in their face, bam, in their face. Yeah. Yeah. Some scary shit. We're all fucking them up anyways. So, but I just would like to put it out to the listeners too. If you have a suggestion, send it to us. Readmeromance at gmail.com and I'll share it. I just think, you know, it, again, sharing information is how we learn and we grow and we find better resources. So please share you know, them with book. me. Do what? New book. You know how they do the body book for the young girls? Yeah. Why mm -hmm. don't they do a sex book for teens? Yeah, I, you know what? I, I really feel like they should do a book for boys because on what the female orgasm is. And, <laughs> you know, and the whole vagina as yeah. a whole. I mm -hmm. mean, okay, they think actually that's the right word. They think it's one whole yes. going on down around there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I but, last, did you see the one where it's like they're asking men, like there's a woman yeah. sitting there and she was like, can you identify the vulva? And they're like, is that? Is that a vagina? <laughs> I seen a TikTok the other day when a girl was like, um, oh, my God, I'm peeing because she's laughing so hard. You're going to make me pee. And he's like, "How? you have a tampon in. How could you pee? Shut up. Are you serious? How are men so stupid? Or they asked how many holes women have down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, like how yeah where's the anatomy on this you would think men who are just so obsessed with sex would learn that you know that that would be something they would want to learn no yeah men are you would <laughs> i would think that you would google that like right I'm sure like you would somebody be has made a, a how-to yeah. video <laughs> at some point 
Oh my gosh. All right. Let's talk about Cameron Claire before we run too long on this one. We can save all our juicy book drama for Thursday's episode. I'll read you her author bio. USA Today bestselling author Cameron Claire loves building worlds where heroes and heroines push, pull, and fight their way to the love and happiness they deserve. She writes full length and short steamy romances with an emphasis on strong female characters, often in male dominated roles and the alpha men who know how to love and support kick-ass, take-charge women. While she may not need him to save her, she wants to. She wants him to love, support, and most of all, ravish her. Find her at CameronClaire.com. That's K-A-M-E-R-O-N-C-L-A-I-R-E. Cameron Claire. And the book she has for us today is Sitting Pretty, and I'll read you the book buyer for that. Let me start. What happens when the hot body bodybuilder wants to bend the curvy girl like a flexi straw? He's a personal trainer with a chiseled body who hustles in and out of the gym to take care of his mother and sister. She's a confident curvy girl who runs a plus size online clothing boutique and YouTube fashion channel using a three day pass at the fitness resort. She's everything he wants in a woman, smart, confident and driven with luscious curves to hold on to. Their attraction is instant and undeniable, but will she want him once she learns about his hustling? It might be his past, but he sees no further without her. Can he convince her to be his one and only, giving them their happily ever after? So I found this really interesting. She says she wrote the story specifically for the podcast, but interestingly enough, she got the idea from a trending audio sample on TikTok. And she says, have you heard the soundbite from Steve Harvey on Family Feud where he says, Name something you like your girlfriend to do to your face. And the contestant yes, says, says, I'm going to say on sit it. on it. <laughs> yeah. So that's how she started the story, So, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> this I her, love like, that TikTok trend that's going around right I now know. about that. Where they're like, when the girl's like, do I sit or do I hover? They're like, you don't fucking hover. What are you talking about? When you get into your car, do you hover over the seat? No. <laughs> Suffergate my ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Oh my gosh. Um, there is an ebook copy with this too. So make sure you grab that. And then Cameron is doing a really awesome giveaway. She has one for us and one for international. The U S giveaway is a Kindle seven and it includes her entire backlist and ebook on it. And then for the international one, she's doing a $25 Amazon gift card complete with her entire backlist of ebooks. So wow. make sure you enter to win, share it with whoever wants to enter to, um, in Sitting Pretty, the readers are introduced to Kieran, um, I think it's Kieran, Jamie, and the crew. Kieran and Jamie have their own story called Puppy Love. So when you hear about this couple in there, you can read about their story in Puppy Love. So make sure you go check that out. So right, I guess let's, send them to, let's do it. We'll see you guys on the other side. This is Sitting Pretty by Cameron Clare. Read for you by Christian Black and Lori West. 1. Lucas I've been working at this luxury fitness resort since I graduated almost two years ago. This place has every piece of equipment imaginable, to include yoga, Pilates, and jazzercise studios. There's an Olympic-sized indoor lap pool and multiple leisure pools as well as hot tubs, saunas, and eucalyptus steam rooms. Add in the rock wall, basketball, tennis, and racquetball courts, tanning beds, juice bars, spa treatments, and social areas, and the only thing missing is liposuction. 
but there's a doctor's office two blocks away. Working here full-time wasn't the plan after graduation, and not the way I want to use my kinesiology degree. And yet, it's not a horrible gig. I get an hourly wage, plus commission on any personal training sessions I book, plus tips. And the people who book my time, especially the 50-year-old trophy wives hoping to be stretched and worked out by a young buck like me, tip very well. Growing up on the south side of Spring City, I've never met women like them. Aggressive with too much money. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't been all about it in the beginning. Young, broke stud straight out of college with student loans to pay, plus hot divorcee with money, insatiable sex drive, and sports car equals the perfect way to spend a few months. I draw the line at married women, although it's shocking how many husbands let it be known that they don't mind sharing their hot wife or being cuckold. That's not my style, but there are plenty of trainers here doing it. Honestly, I like my women thicker with curves I can hold on to. But those kinds of women don't take me seriously. At least not around here. And not with how I look. Who's on the docket today? I check in at the trainer's desk, grabbing my schedule from Allie. She's a nice girl, my age, but quickly on her way to being someone's trophy wife. Give her two years, and she'll be rocking a three-carat diamond and a pair of double Ds like her mother. You've got Babs in ten minutes. Oh, Babs. I shake my head. A woman can't keep her hands to herself. Allie laughs. But she tips well. Yeah, she does. She's also been asking me out for months. Twelve minutes later, I'm walking Babs over to a row of treadmills facing a mirrored wall. She has her hand resting in the crook of my elbow, and I brace for the ass pad coming as she steps up on the tread. Like I said, they are a handsy bunch. I stutter on a low speed with a slight incline. Ten-minute warm-up, then we'll move to weights. Babs smiles, trailing her fingers over my bicep. Whatever you say, sugar. I hear her, but my eyes are glued to a goddess in black-textured spandex three treadmills down. She's thick perfection, curvy and tight with long, sandy brown hair and hazel eyes which snap to mine through the mirror's reflection. She glances around and then back to me, her brows pinching together and lips pursed in question. Hey! I abandon my client and jump on the empty treadmill next to my workout queen. I haven't seen you here before. She pulls out her earbud. Excuse me? Here. I point to the ground. I don't remember seeing you. Why would you remember me? My gaze trails over her body unapologetically, taking in every inch of her mouth-watering flesh. Christ, I've been turned on plenty in my life. I'm 24, a flesh-and-blood male, so I've been sporting wood for well over ten years of my existence. But I don't think I've ever felt lust rush through my veins instantly upon seeing a woman. Maybe in magazines or on a video before I had control over my body. But in person? Never. I would have remembered you. I tilt my head, really looking at her face. She has long eyelashes and plump puckered lips like a cherub. Perfect for kissing and sucking cock. And yet, something seems familiar. As if I've seen her before. But there's no way it was here. And you would have remembered me, because I would have approached you like I am right now. 
You don't believe in being shy? She raises her brow and slows her treadmill to a stop. What would be the point? She grabs her phone and water bottle and steps off the treadmill, flashing me a patient smile. You're a big guy, intimidating, so maybe you want to slow your roll and play hard to get? I've been playing hard to get for the last few months, much to my client's chagrin. But with this goddess, no way in hell. Are you intimidated by me? I also jump off the treadmill, ignoring Babs, who is behind me calling my name. I don't scare easily, Lucas. She glances over my shoulder, presumably picking up my name from Babs. I pull a business card out of my pocket. Why don't you call me? She looks at the card and then hands it back to me before turning and walking away. No thanks. Lucas? Babs clutches my arm. Are you trying to book new clients on my time? I can't tear my eyes off my goddess as she walks away. Her ass is thick and round, her thighs luscious. And while her body is perfect, face beautiful, it's her attitude that has me hooked. Of course not. I thought I knew her from somewhere. Probably Dunkin' Donuts. Babs snorts. Excuse me? I swing toward my client, anger simmering in my chest. What did you say? She flashes a set of perfectly capped teeth and hits me with a sickly sweet baby voice. I know you would never put garbage in your body, Lucas. You'd be surprised how hard garbage is to avoid sometimes, I mutter, looking around for one of the other trainers. I know some patrons here are shallow pieces of garbage, but I can't play nice with Babs right now. Not when I'm this annoyed. I don't think you got your heart rate up. Let's hit the floor mats. We walk over to a corner of the gym, and I instruct her to do a series of squats, lunges, and burpees. Are you punishing me? She bats her fake lashes. You have a tropical resort vacation coming up, yes? I make eye contact with Chaz and motion for him to come our way. Yes, to the Bahamas. Have you changed your mind about coming with me? No. I shake my head, disgusted by the idea especially now. But if you want to get your butt bikini ready, you will do three sets of each, starting now. A mesh of disappointment and indignation cross her Botox-frozen face. She's pouting as Chaz walks up. What's up, man? Can you take over for me? I've got something I need to take care of. But Babs here has a beach to get ready for and 45 minutes left on her session. Chaz raises his brow. Am I completely taking over? He's asking about any potential tips or future appointments, both of which I'm more than willing to give up. I nod. Yeah, I'll take care of her. He flashes her a smile, and I don't wait to hear her complaints. Ten minutes later, I'm walking through the machines, looking for my goddess. I walk through the different studios and around the pools, and then I see her ducking into the locker rooms. I lean against the wall and cross my arms over my chest nodding at a few past clients while waiting for what feels like forever for the mother of my future children to arrive. My goddess appears and immediately locks eyes with me. She stumbles over her feet, glances around, and then walks right to me. Are you stalking me? Oh, fuck. I love how she hits me head on. This woman is ballsy. No bullshit. Like the fifty-year-olds who come on to me without the... I'm hanging a big check over your head vibe. I'd like to say no, 
but I'm not sure my actions wouldn't condemn me in a court of law. Stifling her smile, she rolls her eyes instead. Look, you're cute, but I'm here on a three-day guest pass, and after 20 minutes, I'm positive I won't be paying the exorbitant membership fees. Therefore, I'm not looking for a personal trainer. I push myself off the wall and pull her gym bag off her shoulder. That's good, because I'm not booking new clients. Then why did you give me your card? I wanted you to call me, but now I'll take your number instead. She snorts. Why would I give you my number? Because I'm asking you out. Dinner for sure. Maybe drinks and live music afterwards? What's your name? She stares at me, no doubt having an entire discussion in her head about what a presumptuous jackass I am, before answering. Ayla. Ayla. I let her name roll off my tongue, and it seems almost as familiar as her face. Have we met before? Doubt it. I'm new in town. She crosses her arms over her chest, pushing up her breasts. I'm unable to keep my eyes from moving down and taking in all of her before coming back up to meet her knowing gaze. I flash her an innocent smile, though I doubt I'm able to sell anything less than the wicked thoughts running through my brain. Are you busy tomorrow night? Two women I trained last year walk by, calling out in melodic harmony. Hi, Lucas. I nod my greeting, but don't take my eyes off Ayla. She glances over her shoulder and sighs. Why? Why what? Why do you want to take me to dinner? I furrow my brow, like it's the most ridiculous question I've ever heard. Why does anyone ask anyone out? You're beautiful, and I want to get to know you. Two. Ayla. I'm one of the most body-confident, plus-sized women I know. I'm a model for my business and own an online clothing boutique that caters to size 14 to 24 clientele, or XL to 3XL, whichever number fits. Normally, I'm rocking my size, embracing my curves, loving on my plentiful cleavage and tight, round ass. But this gym, stuffed with women who stare and sneer, is fucking with my self-esteem. So it's time to go. Then there's this guy, who looks like he should be on the cover of Muscle and Fitness magazine, stalking me to tell me I'm beautiful. You don't strike me as someone who suffers from low self-esteem. He raises a challenging brow. I'm not. I square my shoulders and mutter under my breath. Normally. So, it's me? He grins. Didn't you say I was cute? You're very handsome, Lucas, but you look like you should shack up with Malibu Barbie. Ouch. Are you judging me for the way I look? He runs his big paw across his wide chest and then walks away with my bag on his shoulder. Where are you going? I yell after him. I'm walking you to your car, he says, not breaking stride. If anything, I think he speeds up. I rush after him, catching him at the door. Left or right? He asks without looking at me, brokering no argument. Rolling my eyes, I motion to the left. 
this way. I act like I'm annoyed, but to be honest, if I'd met him anywhere else, I wouldn't put up a fight. I'd lean into our attraction, flash a little cleavage, and bat my eyelashes. The man is hot, so I'd be 100% about the flirting. Tall and muscled, he's the kind of man that makes a girl my size feel normal. If we'd met without a bitchy female snarling at me from behind him, he'd already have my phone number. That's a good girl. Lucas chuckles when my head whips around at his words, a blush hitting my cheeks, and then follows behind me. I can't help it. I put a little extra swish into my hips, knowing he's back there, watching. We stop at my car, and I pull my keys and cell out of the side pocket of my bag. He tosses the duffel into the back seat and then takes my phone and texts himself, a bell dinging in his pocket. Seven work for you? Are you always so pushy? Are you always so obstinate? He grins. I laugh. <laughs> yeah? Good. I like a challenge. He leans forward, hands me my phone, and kisses my cheek. I'll text you tonight. We can chat before our date tomorrow. I'd like that. Some of my killer confidence comes back now that we're outside, away from judgmental eyes. I get off at eight. Expect to hear from me after that. He ushers me into the driver's seat and then closes my door like a gentleman and not a psycho stalker who waited for me outside the women's locker room. Maybe he's both. I guess I'm about to find out. I moved to Spring City because I could buy a house for less than the cost of rent of a studio apartment in Denver. And I need the space to set up a full-time studio, as well as storage for my clothes and accessories. Truthfully, my closet borders on ridiculous, but at least I look good. I pull into my garage another perk of living in a house and grab my gym bag, along with two bags of groceries. Those fitness resort women expect my bags to be full of chips and cookies. But for the most part, I eat healthy. I love to cook, and I don't mind putting in the effort for one, although cooking for two is easier. I incorporate a lot of vegetables and make a chicken stir-fry that is to die for. Don't get me wrong, I love chocolate cake as much as the next girl. But like many people with extra weight on their bodies, I'm not stuffing my face with Cheetos night after night. Similar to my mom, aunt, and grandmother before them, my body was built to be curvy, with plenty of tit and a lot of ass. And having both doesn't bother me. My curves are the reason I started a business to inspire women to learn how to dress for their bodies. It's obvious the fashion world will never catch up to us. So it's up to women like me to fill a need, as the big corporations fail the market share of consumers. Two out of three women in America wear a size 16 or larger. And yet, the designers and the fashion magazines refuse to cater to over two-thirds of the population. It's amazing. And stupid. I love fashion, 
and was lucky to be born during a time I could create an online platform and do things my mother and grandmother only dreamed about. I'd love to be more inclusive in my sizing, but I run my business out of my home and am stretched to capacity. Meanwhile, I cater to the women outside of my range with my YouTube videos, giving them links to most of the articles of clothing I feature in my subscription boxes. My phone beeps with a message. Good evening. I check the time, two minutes after the hour. Wow, you are punctual, I reply. It took me a minute to get out of the building. Can you talk? Sure. My phone rings seconds later and I chuckle. Hello, Lucas. Hey, Ayla, how are you this evening? I raise my brow, wondering how long it will take him to ask me to join him for a drink, or to watch a movie at his place, or tell me how badly he wants to fuck me. Any woman carrying extra weight knows what it is like to be fetishized. We also know most of the red flags, so I test them during our first conversation. He's already doing well, considering he didn't make his first message Hey, sexy. That's almost always red flag number one. I'm good. How was the rest of your gym time? He sighs. It was fine. Do you like training bored housewives? I try to keep the snark out of my voice, but it's hard after the experience I had. I try my damnedest to not judge people by their shapes, because I don't like being judged by my curves, but the amount of unveiled disdain I saw today reminds me of why I do what I do. It also reminds me why I don't hang out in places like that. Not really, but the money is good, and I've paid off my student loans. Alone in my house, I smile to myself. It's hard not to be enticed by a man willing to do anything to execute his plan. What's your degree in? Kinesiology. I'm trying to get a job at the OTC, but until then, I'm working at the resort. What about you? What's your degree in? I don't have a degree. I plop down on my couch with a glass of wine. What do you do? He asks. I run an online clothing boutique for plus-size women, as well as a fashion channel on YouTube for those same women. I say, waiting for any kind of revealing comment. Will he be snide, condescending, or genuinely curious about what I'm most passionate about? What's the name of your business? I wish I could see his face right now so I could pick up on any unsaid meaning behind his question. H&A? What's it stand for? Blushing, I take a sip of my wine. It started as Happy Ayla, which is the brand name I sew into my designer originals. But I rebranded and went for something edgier, hips and ass clothing, or H&A for short. I knew I recognized you, he says, a hint of reverence in his tone. What do you mean? You've been in business for, what, four years? You have a subscription-based clothing service, right? And send an outfit out quarterly? How do you know that? I sit up and stare at my phone, 
Perhaps I need to rethink the Lucas the Stalker angle. My college girlfriend was one of your first customers, and she turned my little sister on to your subscription service. He chuckles, and I can imagine him running his hand through his thick, dark hair. While I struggled to put weight on when I was younger, my sister Celia battled her curves, which came on at a young age. Your videos and outfits boosted her confidence and helped turn her into a high school diva. You're one of her role models, and I've been in awe of you for years. I used to watch your YouTube videos with her when I was home from school. Are you messing with me right now? Not even a little. I'm not sure if I'm flattered or freaked out. Don't be freaked out. I'm not a creep, but a guy who knows what he likes. I saw you, liked every inch of you, and made a move to get your number. The fact I know of you is a coincidence and nothing more. Speaking of getting to know you, does seven work for tomorrow? Hot, sexy, and sweet. Can this guy be for real, or is he about to spring the late-night booty call on me? You don't want to meet for a drink tonight? He pauses and says nothing for a good ten seconds. I'm not looking for a hookup, Ayla. I saw you and was instantly interested. Can you handle that? I can. I pump my fist in the air, a huge smile making my cheeks ache. And seven works great. Fantastic. Can I pick you up, or would you prefer to meet me someplace? Wow, green flags abound. He didn't jump on an opportunity to turn this into a booty call. He texted when he said he would, and he understands a woman's need to feel safe. I might be in love. You can pick me up. I'll message you my address. Great. I'll text you in the morning and see you tomorrow night. Sounds perfect. Excitement, the likes of which I haven't felt in years, bubbles in my belly. Sleep well, beautiful. Dream of me. Lucas chuckles as he hangs up. I set my phone down with a sigh. I'm definitely going to be dreaming about him tonight. But how dirty will my dreams get? Three. Lucas. I couldn't sleep last night. I'm too excited about my date with Ayla, and my patience with my handsy clients, both past and present, is non-existent. Lately, I bide my time with a smile on my face, occasionally throwing out an innuendo or two to string the ladies along and let them believe there's a chance for something more. Let's face it, any promise of future orgasms means bigger tips. And considering most of these ladies were trophy wives in their early 20s, shacking up with their older, self-absorbed men, they've gone most of their lives not being sexually satisfied. Not that I'm some Don Juan or anything. Maybe it's my generation, but according to the older women I've been with here, I'm more in tune with their needs than their ex-husbands ever were. Sadly, I'm not built for this lifestyle long-term, and being a woman's boy toy took a toll on my self-esteem, especially when she passed me on to her friend before calling us quits. After the last time, which was a couple of months ago, 
I stopped dating my clients, if that's what you can call it. My phone beeps in my pocket at the same time my client and I walk over to a row of cardio equipment. Setting up Mrs. Henderson on the stair-step machine, I pull my phone out to find a message from Ayla. I refrained from texting her this morning because I didn't want to wake her, but the fact she's willing to meet me halfway and text first puts a huge smile on my face. Good morning, handsome. Good morning to you, I type out while Mrs. Henderson warms up on low. How did you sleep? I might have had a dream or two. I imagine her pouty lips curling into a wicked grin, and I harden at the vision. Did you? Maybe. Will you tell me about them tonight? Maybe. I'm grinning ear to ear, lost in my phone, oblivious to the surrounding people. Are you teasing me? Definitely. I glance at my watch. Almost nine hours until seven. Fuck, I can't wait that long. Any chance you can meet me for dinner early? What time? Any time after three. I type out with one hand while hitting the button on the machine to bring my client to a stop. Can't wait to see me, huh? I can almost hear the teasing taunt in her voice. No. Pick me up at four. Wow, there is no bullshit with this woman. I might be in love. Perfect. See you then. You are absolutely glowing, mister, Mrs. Henderson coos as she steps off the machine. She's one of my cool clients. Happily married, two grown kids. She wants to get in shape to comfortably globetrot with her husband when he retires in three months. What young lady has you so smitten? Smitten? I chuckle and shake my head. Whatever word the cool kids are using these days. She follows me to a row of equipment and takes a seat at the leg extension machine. Smitten sounds right, I grin, setting up her weight. I'm crazy about a woman I barely know. The heart always knows, Lucas. I met my David our sophomore year. We saw each other across the classroom. Once our eyes locked, we both knew, she tells me through her set of ten. You don't think I'm crazy? Which is crazier? Spending years dating someone, never knowing deep within your soul they're the one, and marrying them anyway? Or letting the universe guide you, giving you nothing but profound instinct that you've been presented your other half? Jeez, Mrs. Henderson, that's pretty deep. I had no idea you were so spiritual. She shrugs and starts a second set of ten. Your tips will take a hit, but it's a small price for true love. She gives me a knowing arch of her eyebrow. My tips? I don't doubt the women in the know swap stories, but I wouldn't expect someone like Mrs. Henderson to take part in idle gossip. Sweetie, I might not be one of the prowling cougars of the fitness resort, but I am an active member, and I hear the women talk in the steam room. You were a popular choice from the beginning. Young, strong, handsome, reportedly virile. She grins when my eyes pop wide a slight blush hitting my cheeks. And desperate to pay off your student loans and your sister's tuition. Desperation is these people's favorite scent after money. Hearts will break, but it's okay. Their hearts aren't worth protecting anyway. I think you ladies talk a lot more than us guys. Oh, definitely. Women are scandalous, especially the ones prowling around here. I walk her to the next machine, set her weight, and take a step back. 
How hard do I hide my crazy on my date tonight? She starts her set and bites her lip. I'd say be the guy you are with me. Sweet. Honest. Relaxed. A small smile spreads across my lips, and I nod in agreement. I can do that. I pull up to Ayla's house a couple minutes early with a bouquet of grocery store flowers. Part of me wanted to bring a box of tacos and a bag of margaritas, too. But I thought that was presumptuous and would downplay the whole. This isn't a booty call vibe I'm trying to put out there. She expects little of me, which pisses me off because I know it's because of some dickhead before me. I can't be jealous of her past. Not when my man-whoring days aren't that old. It's been months since I closed up shop, realizing I would never be more than a boy toy no matter how hard I tried to be more. What can I say? I'm an idiot. I never fell in love, but I tried to like and get to know them. The sex was decent, but without love it becomes tedious, and I'm too young to look at sex as a chore. While I can't be jealous of Ayla's past, I can be possessive of her future. She's mine. I know it with every fiber of my being, and will do whatever it takes to convince her we belong together. Ayla opens the door wearing a flirty knee-length skirt over a pair of argyle tights and short boots. Her lightweight sweater wraps across her torso, the neckline plunging deep between her full breasts, the ensemble making my mouth dry. Hi. She smiles, her eyes taking me in from head to toe. You look beautiful. My voice is raspy as I hand her the small bouquet. She tilts her chin, her smile widening. These are lovely. Come in. Taking the flowers, she leads me into her house and up the stairs to where the kitchen, living room, and master bedroom most likely are. All split levels are the same. Perfect for roommates or home offices, which I'm betting she has considering her clothing business. I'm going to put these in water. Would you like a tour? I would. I lean my hip against the counter and watch as she pulls a vase out of a cabinet. She arranges the flowers and brings them to her nose, inhaling deeply. This is so sweet. I shrug. I wanted to give you something that will make you think of me when I'm not here. Leaving so soon? She arches her brow and flashes me a teasing grin. I'll stay as long as you let me. I can't stop myself from reaching out and brushing her hair off her shoulder to cup her face. Her cheek is warm and soft in my hand. Without words, she leans into my touch and tells me she feels this connection between us, too. She slides her hand down my chest and steps forward to press her body against mine. We should get this kiss out of the way, don't you think? I suck in my breath. Her lilac scent, or maybe it's lavender, rushes into my nostrils, making me a bit love drunk. Or maybe it's her. It's definitely her. Something tells me if I kiss you, I'm not going to want to stop. How about we kiss when it feels right, and stop when it doesn't? She raises up on her tiptoes, tilting her lips up to be claimed. I have no choice but to oblige, cupping the back of her head and slanting my mouth over hers. She tastes like cotton candy, and melts like spun sugar in my arms, parting her lips and inviting me in. I groan, sliding my hand down her spine to pull her against me, grinding my growing erection into her softness. 
Her tongue caresses mine, meeting me stroke for stroke. And fuck, I need to stop this before it goes too far. I don't want to rush into sex with Ayla, and I'm not sure how I'm going to resist her either. I nibble on her bottom lip and smack her ass before taking a step back. Damn, woman. She rests her fingers on my waistband and looks up at me through her lashes. I thought a kiss would take the edge off, but I guess not. Definitely not. What should we do about it? I sigh and press my lips to her forehead. We should get ourselves in public, so I have no choice but to behave myself. As long as I don't have to behave myself, too. She giggles and throws me a flirty wink as she grabs her purse off her kitchen table. I follow her out, forgoing the tour for now, my attention divided between my aching cock that I doubt will go down soon and the feel of her full lips, which are even better than I had imagined. Welcome back. Welcome back, lady listeners. Like I said, make sure you enter this week's giveaway. There is a U.S. one and an international one as well. And then also make sure you pick up Poppy Love if you like the sound of Karen, Jamie, and everybody else that's in this story. Um, we will have the second installment on Thursday, so make sure you come back. Um, she does have a couple of new stuff that's coming up. Her brand new release this week is called Flirt Like a Pinup. That's out today. Well, it's actually, let's see. Oh, it's out real time today, <laughs> August 22nd. Summer 11 comes out August, Friday, August 26th. Sitting Pretty is Tuesday, August 30th. And Play Action Fake, Friday is September 16th. How does she have all these new releases? I don't know. This is insane. She has three in August and one in September so far. This is nuts. So, yes, make sure you visit CameronClaire.com if you like this. Make sure you check out the rest of it. So, I guess we'll see you guys on Thursday. All right. Tell me what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye, guys. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book. That's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind. And read me